Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me as we'll take a look at the astrological energies from May 25th until June 1st as we begin to enter the sixth month of the year already and look at what is happening in the energies as well as how we can make the most of them. So thank you so much for joining me today as I hope that there is at least one message or insight in this podcast that supports you, that connects, that helps you understand what you may be moving through, as well as gives you some deeper insights into what you're learning and what you're understanding about yourself at this time. In this podcast, we discuss astrology through the lens of energetics, intuition, and spiritual growth, as well as how astrology can support us in our own consciousness, our own evolution, and in getting into more of the truth and the heart of our individual energy fields, as well as how that then connects to the collective energies around us. For those who are new to this podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining me. You'll find that I release episodes twice a week, every Monday and Wednesday. And for those of you who have been regular listeners, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Welcome back. And I hope that you are expanding your astrological understanding of yourself through this show. One of the gifts of astrology is that it connects us to the overall themes, cycles, and timing of energies in the cosmos. And when we step into that energy, when we actively work with it, we're then opening ourselves up to greater synchronicities with the universe, to understanding the flow and the timing of certain events or certain things that are unfolding. We also have the ability to trust, to continue to trust the timing of our lives, the timing of our growth, as well as work with what's in front of us from a more empowered standpoint. Astrology is the energy of the cosmos, and we are connected to the cosmos in very big ways, but we can overlook it, we can detach, we can be focused on other things. So astrology supports us in tapping into these bigger flows, working with them consciously, and allowing them to support us in our human journey. So at this time, as we move through this last week in May, the sun is now in Gemini, Mars has entered Aries, his home sign, and we're going to have Venus moving into Taurus, her home sign, over the course of this week too. So we'll touch on each of those as well as the other aspects that are unfolding. And I have to tell you that as I was looking at what's coming up this week, I was surprised that we already are coming up to the Gemini new moon. And that is happening on May 30th at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And I was surprised that we were already coming up to this Gemini new moon because that previous Scorpio lunar eclipse was so big and so powerful. And I feel like I lost sight of time, that things really transitioned with that Scorpio lunar eclipse on May 15th and 16th. And it created some kind of change in the time structure where it's like time shifted in some capacity. And I don't know if you felt that at all. But again, I was like, wow, we're already up to the Gemini new moon. So here we go. We'll talk about that in today's show as well. 
Now the sun entered Gemini back on May 20th and the sun is in the first deacon of Gemini and opening us up to more that we're experiencing, choices we can make, things we can say. What are the possibilities now? What is coming up for you to either express, write out, or maybe you're just feeling like you want to sit with things and allow them to marinate a bit more. And in fact, that could be a stronger energy since we also have Mercury retrograde now back in Taurus and working with a trine to Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. So we essentially have a very interesting recipe of energies with the sun in Gemini typically wanting to get out and about, socialize, interact, also is more active and wants to be stimulated. The sun in Gemini is very interested and very curious in what's going on, what's happening, can often be seeking out new information and also wanting to discuss what could happen next. What are the choices? What are the possibilities? But when we have Mercury retrograde in Taurus, there's a slowdown in the energy. It's more contemplative, more eternal, and you could even feel like you're trying to figure something out and you're weighing some pros and some cons. You're sitting with some choices. There's things that are in front of you. It's like, do I choose left? Do I choose right? What is the priority here? What makes the most sense? So this energy of the sun in Gemini is wanting to look at the options, look at the choices, and also is seeking some type of mental movement where we want to move things from our head through to our throat chakra in some capacity. And that's really the healthiest way to work with Gemini is that if you're feeling that your mind is heavy or that you're fixated on something or that there's things coming up and you don't know a solution or what choice to make, the sun in Gemini wants you to move the energy out of your mind in whatever way that feels right for you, in whatever way makes the most sense. So that could be as simple as writing out bullet point lists. That could be talking things out so that you hear yourself speak. You hear your own voice. It could be writing it out, discussing things with a friend. Basically, how are you able to move what's ever going on in your head in a healthy way so that it doesn't bog you down or feel too heavy? And it also is helping you with the processing that is greatly needed right now. And you could feel like there's things you're not quite ready to say or express because that Mercury retrograde in Taurus can be very internal. So we have this interesting dance between, should I say it? Should I not say it? Should I write it? Should I not write it? Do I send that email? Do I sit with this longer and think it through more? And that could be quite the dilemma at times if that energy feels stagnant or stuck. So again, one of the best things we can do with the sun in Gemini is look at how we're moving our thoughts, our ideas, our needs, whatever it might be, plans, projects, anything that's spinning in your head, especially during Mercury retrograde, get it out somehow in a way that alleviates anything that feels like it's anxiety or it's confusion, anything that feels like you're just going back and forth and nothing is landing or nothing is connecting. This is a time to look at what you can do to move energy 
out of your own personal energy field and essentially open it up to the cosmos. And I'm saying that because this Mercury retrograde in Taurus is making a trine to Pluto, which is retrograde in Capricorn at 28 degrees, and it is their second trine together, and they're going to make a third trine once Mercury is direct, and that third trine will happen June 11th and 12th. So we are thinking some deep thoughts right now, but when you open it up to the cosmos, when you're working with the energies of Pluto, there could be some very clear understandings that arrive because Pluto wants to connect you to a bigger truth, something that's beyond just the here and now, something that perhaps requires you to grow or transforms you. Pluto evolves us. So there could be something you're learning around communication habits, communication style, how you internalize information, how you solve things that you're learning to do differently. And that is one of the themes at this time is that we're learning how to communicate in a way that could be new or foreign. There could be things coming up where you're like, can I do this? Can I say this? This is different. I've never been here before. And that is something to celebrate because that's the evolution. That's where we're growing. And this Pluto trine to Mercury is wanting you to see something clearly, is wanting to basically give you a zap of truth that maybe your mind is trying to sort out or figure out. But I feel like this Pluto trine is going to really be in effect until the middle of June until about June 13th, in fact, because from now until June 13th, Mercury is remaining in these degrees, these last degrees of Taurus, and is still in a trine to Pluto. So we have a good span of time here. Let's call it a good two weeks, a good two weeks for clarity, understanding, improvements, upgrades, evolution. It's sort of like when you're ready to do something new or different, or there's something that's been spinning in your head and you're trying to sort out the details. How's this going to look? Mercury in Taurus is about the practical assessment of things. How is this gonna come together? What is it gonna cost me? What do I have to pay? What do I have to invest in? energetically or otherwise. This Pluto trine is giving you deeper insights. It could be even revealing what you've been through previously that you don't want to repeat. It can show you parts of yourself that have been through other situations or experiences that you're learning from, that you're applying the energy or you're doing something differently because of what it was before. It's sort of like if you've ever had an email exchange with somebody and it went sideways and you're like, what just happened here? I thought I was saying this, they thought I said this, and it goes sideways because there's the misunderstandings. This is where you can have greater clarity in your communications, learn from the past, learn from what didn't work, and then apply the better approaches or the better tactics. So it's as simple as, if you have to write out a really long email to someone, it's probably better to just get on the phone. It's probably better to talk it through. If something's really important, then you're gonna wanna connect with someone's tone of voice, with what they're saying, you're gonna wanna ask for clarification, or you're gonna want things to be more explained, more specifics, then get on the phone. So I feel like there's something here about upgrading our communication habits when 
we need it most because I think about how we're so used to doing things either through text or email or emojis or things that go back and forth in messenger or chats or whatever. It's sort of like we have this very simplified form of communication right now that isn't always quality. And the Taurus energy wants quality. It wants things to be clear and understood. So there could be something here over these next two weeks where you're upgrading communications, you're understanding more of what you're saying, of what needs to be said, and you want to make sure that you're getting it right, meaning you're hearing what the other person is saying or what they're meaning. You're understanding more about the truth of a situation or the truth of an idea. I mean, you could apply this to so many things, but I feel like this ongoing trine between Mercury and Pluto is asking us to elevate our communications, to evolve it, to be more aware of what we're really saying, the power of words, right? And that it's important that we have integrity, respect, clarity, understanding about what's being said, or what needs to be said. So there could be something here in terms of your own communication styles and patterns that you're doing differently or that you're seeing in a new way. You're understanding, okay, last time I did this and there was confusion or there was a misunderstanding. I don't want that to happen again. And because of the retrograde, you might need more time to sit with something, to think it through, to understand the impact of what you're saying or what you want to express. Keep in mind, this could simply be internal. This could be something that you're working on internally within yourself. There's things that you're looking for clarity about your own next steps or what you want to do in a different way or in a new way that is also evolving you. And then there's also that energy from Pluto that brings in a bigger picture and it really connects you to even a bigger perspective that you didn't see before. Sort of like if you're searching for clarity about something right in front of you, Pluto comes through with an insight, a truth, or something powerful that can open you up to beyond just right now, can help you see something at that higher level that gives you insight into what you're thinking about choosing, deciding, processing, all of that. So it feels like a very big time. It does feel beautifully supported. I would also say that this Mercury retrograding back to 26 degrees of Taurus is also going to make a sextile to Neptune and Pisces at 25 degrees. So then you also have insights coming in from your higher self and a connection to your intuition that can whisper at times that might not be louder in your face, but it's a whispering energy. And then the third thing that's important here, in addition to Mercury working with Pluto and Neptune, is that Mercury is going over the Pleiadian energetic points, which are the final degrees of Taurus. So Mercury is going back and forth over these last degrees of Taurus between 26 to 29 degrees of Taurus, further activating as well that Taurus lunar eclipse from November 2021, and also bringing in more cosmic downloads that we can open up to and trust. And this Pleiadian influence is significant because of how it's connecting us to other energies outside of our solar system, outside of time and space. And again, maybe that's part of why we can feel that our energy is existing in other dimensions even more, that there's more that's connecting or coming through 
from a multidimensional cosmic perspective, which honestly can be a lot for Mercury when you think about how Mercury is the smallest planet, the fastest moving planet, it's connected with our little tiny human brains, and it can be an overload of information. It can be like, wow, I'm really getting some big downloads, some big messages, a lot is coming through. What do I do with this? How do I organize it? How do I manage it? And I feel like this is part of the upgrades that we're experiencing that are ultimately supportive upgrades, that are elevating us, that are helping us hone in on what really matters and what's just passing by. This is a Mercury retrograde where not only can you see a bigger picture, but you can also have new priorities taking shape that connect to your value system, which is also Taurus. And this is where we're able to understand what's worth our time, what's worth our energy, what matters right now, and what doesn't. And it could even be that you're sensing what doesn't matter anymore. You know, what needs to fall away, what is no longer needed on your desk, what's no longer a priority. So I'm feeling like we're getting some deeper reworkings here in these mercury areas of our lives that are coming to our attention as we've been reviewing them and sitting with them. And then the energy gets an extra boost when we have this Gemini new moon on May 30th. The Gemini new moon is at nine degrees of Gemini, which is where you want to find that point in your natal chart. This is when the sun and the moon are together and they are ready to begin something, a new adventure, a new idea, a new project. This can also be an infusion of energy in your daily life, in what's in front of you, in what you're able to handle. There could be things coming up where life just feels like it gets busier around the Gemini new moon. There are more choices, more details, more things to do, more places to go. It can just feel like the tempo of life picks up. But then in the background, as we've been discussing, is the fact that Mercury, the ruler of the Gemini new moon, is in retrograde and our energy could feel like it's deeply processing and shifting some things at a very deep level. So it's a very interesting Gemini new moon where there's stuff that we're ready to move ahead with, projects and adventures and travels and things we want to do. And yet it could feel like, well, I don't want to rush it forward. I don't want to just go for it just yet. So there could be this interesting back and forth And, you know, Gemini is about duality and it's about the twins. It's about the left and the right sides of our body. And you could feel like you're teeter-tottering between your right foot and your left foot and back again. So there can be indecision right now that maybe you're just supposed to sit with and be aware of both choices or both directions or both possibilities and to trust whatever is coming up for you. Now, this Gemini new moon is receiving support from the planets in Aries, as we now have Mars in Aries, Jupiter in Aries, and Chiron in Aries. And the Aries energy is ready to go. Let's begin. Let's get it started. Let's get this show on the road. And that Aries energy wants the new start, the new adventure. And it's something that's speaking to you that perhaps you're already aware of. You've already been making plans or getting things started. Even if the Mercury retrograde is slowing things down or you're feeling that that is an interference right now. But because this Aries energy is so strong, 
There could be something that you just have to do. You're just feeling called to it. There's motivation, there's inspiration. It's exciting, it's new, and it feels good. It feels like this is resonating with me, this is in alignment, this is what I want. So in the Aries areas of your chart, specifically the first deacon of Aries between zero to nine degrees, that's where something new is ready to begin and gather momentum. So definitely trust that, especially with Mars now in this sector of your chart working with Jupiter. And I feel this pair of Mars and Jupiter in Aries is reminding you to not stay stuck in your head, to not only sit on something or mull it over or go back and forth. There's energy here for taking action. And the slowdown could be if you're not trusting yourself, if you're not trusting what you need or what you want, if you're not trusting the next steps. Also, if you're not trusting your own communication. So this goes back again to what we need to say, how we need to say it, if we're trusting our throat chakra, if we're trusting our ability to express ourselves, because that could slow things down where we have all this Aries energy that's ready to go. In fact, Mars in Aries is basically off and running, charging ahead, and is a full green light for where you're feeling called to go, where you're feeling called to move, your physical self, because this is a lot of physical energy. And if it doesn't have an outlet, then the anger or frustration or impatience can show up. So pay close attention to your body, to your physical energy, Be aware of that. Of course, this always depends on how you personally connect with an astrological sign. So meaning it's how you experience the Aries energy that will show you what's coming up for you. But in general, this is a strong energy signature for action and movement. Mars will be exactly conjunct Jupiter in Aries at three degrees on May 29th. This can be a lot of energy, a lot of movement. There can be things here that you're really ready to get started with because not only is it Aries energy, which is the first sign of the zodiac, but it's at three degrees, which is the very beginning of that full 360 degree astrological wheel. So there's something here that is coming together where you have three degrees of Aries in your chart. And then you could feel, especially around this Gemini new moon, that something is ready to kick off. It's ready to move forward. There's something new that's lighting you up. And maybe there's more here that you're going to want to trust and create and do for yourself. Because the Aries energy is about what's best for your energy, what's best for what you need and honoring that. Now, because Jupiter amplifies and makes things bigger, This is also a time when reactions can be bigger. Anger can be amplified. Something more can show up that seems extreme or exaggerated. So do keep that in mind, especially around anything that can be volatile or inflammatory. Mars conjunct Jupiter in Aries can be a very big impulsive expression as well, where you just have to do something, you can't wait anymore, and then you realize... Maybe you moved too fast or it was too overwhelming for others. So keep that in mind with Mars conjunct Jupiter that there can be a lot that comes up. There can be a lot that moves through us, but we want to be responsible in how we manage that, how that shows up, how that moves through us, and to make sure that we're not creating any unintentional consequences along the way. 
because this can be a firework that Mars conjunct Jupiter and Aries. It can be something that goes boom, really quickly, really fast, lights up the sky, and then it dissipates and it's gone. So just be aware of that, of anything that might be coming up for you, but also how to make the most of it. Because this could also be a time when you're really ready to start something new. And both the conjunction between Mars and Jupiter and the Gemini new moon can help that, can support those next steps, anything you need to say or express, which is the strength of Gemini, and then you pair it with the action, adventure, and direction of Aries, something can get off the ground. Something can get basically ignited and begin to accelerate with this Gemini new moon. Now, yes, we know we have Mercury retrograde, so we're looking at the details, the specifics, the facts, reviewing them, but I feel like the overall energy is a push forward. You could feel ready for something over this next week. You could feel like the energy is undeniable, that there's something calling to you. There's something rising up. And again, this will depend on how you work with both Aries and Gemini energies. And this is happening in the first deacon. So if you have planets or points in the fire signs of Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, or in the air signs of Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, In the first deacon, so between zero to nine degrees of the fire signs and of the air signs, there's something that's ready to move ahead. There's something opening up. You could already be sensing it or aware of it. And this Gemini new moon could help you understand more of what that is, just as this Aries energy begins the new adventure or ignites the new story. Now I have a video for you on YouTube that goes through this Gemini new moon chart. So please check that out as I talk about more of the specifics of this energy signature, as well as what may be coming up for you, especially with this Mercury retrograde energy operating in the background. It feels like whatever the new thing is, you're meant to do it differently. You're meant to look at what you're ready to evolve in yourself. There's something here where it has this very strong new chapter, new beginning. And of course, that is about both Mars and Jupiter and Aries. But because that Mercury is being deeply reprogrammed, we're meant to step away from our own limited perceptions. And we don't always see that right away. We don't always even know what that is. So I feel like we're being deeply reprogrammed around what we've assumed, what we've expected, how we've thought things would happen, how we thought something would show up or unfold. And now we're being asked by the universe to take a much bigger perspective and basically get out of our own brains, get out of our own limited concepts and go ask Pluto, Neptune, and the Pleiadian energies for new insights, for new understandings. This is something you can do intuitively or energetically. This could be something that you simply open up to in your own energy where you're aware of, okay, this is how I've thought about it. And maybe you've been locked into something because of that Mercury in Taurus that's a fixed sign and can be very focused on just the here and now, only what I can see, only what's in front of me, and that's it. But because of these connections, as we've discussed, to the outer planets and the cosmic energies, we're being deeply reprogrammed to see things in a whole new way. And that could be hard to grasp at first. But I feel like this is one of the gifts of Gemini season is that we are reprogramming at a base level, at a deeper level, some things that we didn't 
think we had to look at and assess, but that's the gift of this Mercury retrograde. And that's the gift of this Gemini season is that we are evolving in ways we didn't realize we were ready for and therefore opening up to new solutions, new decisions, new creations, new stories, new energies. There just has this new, new, new all around it. But in order for the new to truly manifest and truly stick, you have to evolve your own energy to be at that new frequency. So even if you wanted to do something differently or try something new, if your energy wasn't at that same frequency, it wouldn't stick. It would just be a short-term thing instead of a long-term thing. So we're evolving our energy up and that's how it feels. It feels like the energy is spiraling up to a new universal frequency of possibilities, solutions, ideas, and potentials that we weren't aware of before. Now, Mercury is going to station direct on June 3rd at 4 a.m., that's Eastern time, at 26 degrees of Taurus. And then Mercury will be moving direct and will be re-entering Gemini on June 13th. So we still have a good two weeks or so of this Mercury in Taurus interacting with bigger energies and bigger influences, bringing us support and opportunities for the new chapters in our lives and the new adventures, new ideas, new anything that's calling to you. It's ensuring that basically your mind is on board. Even when you don't know all the specifics, you don't have all the information, you don't have all the details just yet. The universe is saying, don't worry about that yet. Maybe there's conversations you still need to have and it hasn't been the right time. Or there's information you need to gather. There's details you need to research. And it could be that that will all show up and come through in time. But right now, it's opening up anything where you've been locked or felt that the energy has been repressed or held back. This energy is certainly more about expansion and evolution than anything else. So we have a lot going on this week with Mercury and a lot happening with that Mars who's charged up and ready to go. But we also have energy shifts here with Venus. Now Venus is in Aries until May 28th. And before she enters Taurus, she has a square to Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 28 degrees. And typically Venus squaring Pluto can be something that you want or desire and it's not connecting, it's not coming through. There can be a sense of Venus in Aries understanding what she wants, what she wants to initiate, what she wants to lead, what she wants to begin, and it's really speaking to her. But that square from Pluto in Capricorn is about the bigger powers that be. It's also about timing. So there could be something here that you're wanting and desiring. You really want to receive it. But that square to Pluto is basically saying not yet. It isn't the right time. Something else will come through or connect. But don't give up on what you really want. Allow it to keep growing and developing. And so remember how Venus in Aries is in her detriment, meaning she can be only focused on what she wants. She can be selfish. She might not always know the bigger picture. So on May 26th, if there's anything that's a little bit of a bummer or disappointment, then know that Venus enters Taurus, which is the sign that she's the most comfortable in. 
It's actually her best ruling sign. Venus is associated with both Taurus and Libra, but Libra is a masculine energy and an air sign. And that's more about how she shares her energy, the giving and receiving of connecting and relating. Whereas in Taurus, it is a feminine energy and an earth sign, and she's much more grounded, stable, and clear. So she's going to have something that could be a short-term bummer, a short-term, darn it, I really wanted that. Why didn't that happen? Why didn't that come through? Then she moves into Taurus on May 28th, and she can relax, take her energy back into herself and ground it, not put too much pressure on herself to have to do it all right away, and not allow any external energy to affect what she knows is true for her. So Venus going into Taurus can really show you more of what you love about yourself, more of what you need, what you value about yourself that no one else can infiltrate or take away. No one else can impede on it or diminish it. Venus in Taurus reminds you that it's okay to wait for something because you know you're worth it. It's like, it's okay if it doesn't happen today, right now, which is what Venus and Aries wants. Venus and Taurus says, I'm still worth it. I am still going to manifest what's beautifully perfect for me. I'm going to ground that in and find a deep security within myself where I honor that and I remind myself of that. So this can be beautiful energy for your own self-love and self-value. This can also be where you're understanding more of the people in your world who mirror that same vibration back to you. People who value your time, who value your gifts, who value your contributions and your energy. It's looking at how we need those types of people in our worlds, but it also comes from our own standards for ourselves and our own standards for relationships. So there is a beautiful energy here over this next week where we have Mars in his ruling sign of Aries, Venus moving into her ruling sign of Taurus, and there can be something that syncs up or just feels easier or more effortless with the masculine energy in their ruling sign, the feminine energy in their ruling sign. And this is something you could feel internally. You could feel that there's a harmony or an ease. There could be something that just settles when the planets are in the ruling signs. Then later in June, we will have Mercury back in Gemini, his ruling sign. And this is a rare occurrence to have all three personal planets in their own ruling signs at the same time. And that will be from June 13th until June 23rd. So we will talk about that as we move into June. But I just want to highlight that because it is rare and special for these three personal planets to be in their ruling signs and to be direct, there could be something that just clicks. Like again, there's this effortlessness, there's a grace, there's an ease, there's something that feels like there's a simplification of the energy. And we'll take it, right? We'll absolutely take it whenever we can get it, especially after the very big eclipse energies that we've been moving through that are showing us more of the changes that we're ready for and that are right on time. So as we move through this week, there are energies emerging that are asking you to look at what you're willing to trust in yourself for the new beginnings, new starts, new chapters, new ideas that are calling to you. There is an energy here 
where we're going into the fact that the eclipses work with us at very deep levels and the eclipses unfold over the course of many months. Because eclipses come in and they're that power punch of energy. They're very big. Something gets our attention. Something comes through. And then the energy unfolds across multiple months. So we're undergoing bigger energies with these eclipses in the Taurus and Scorpio areas of your chart. And I have done separate podcasts for you on these topics, including the one from last Monday, That was May 23rd, discussing more of the themes of the Taurus and Scorpio eclipses and how we're really ready to trust ourselves in a whole new way. And that trust could feel foreign. Maybe it feels scary. Maybe it feels like you're being pushed to do something new or different. But keep in mind, you're never alone. Spirit is with you. God is with you. And that energy is coming through for a reason. You're meant to trust it for a reason, but we can slow ourselves down by being overly focused on our mind, on our details, on our concepts, on what we think it should be or what it should look like. The case of the shoulds can come up. And this is where there's a strong momentum here for those next steps. And I have a story to share with you about how this has manifested in my own life and how we're designed to work with these energies and to trust them. A while ago, I was looking at moving. And you know how you plan to move based on your current commitments, what you have to take care of, you know, you put on the calendar, right? Of, okay, I'll move in April because that lines up with maybe it's your current lease or mortgage or whatever you've signed in a rental agreement contract, right? And so that's what I had on my calendar was, okay, I'll be moving in April, But months before that, the energy was a big green light. The energy coming through was telling me to move soon, move now. So I pushed it away and I ignored it until I couldn't ignore it anymore because I thought the energy is coming through for a reason. So I just decided to trust it and open up to it. Just no harm, no foul. Let's just see where this goes. I spoke to a good friend of mine who's a real estate agent. I spoke to the mortgage loan officer, collected information, got some details. What do I need to know about this? What's the process? All that. And as I started talking with more people, the green light got bigger and bigger. And it was this energy moving through that was a very clear yes. But I was fighting myself because my calendar said April. My calendar said to not do anything for at least eight months. And so... I had this back and forth and the sense of, well, this isn't my plan. This isn't how I mapped this out, even though the bigger energies were a clear yes. So I just kept trusting. I just took it step by step because one thing that I believe is that the universe is showing me this for a reason. The universe isn't wasting my time. The universe isn't distracting me. Spirit isn't trying to waste my time, waste my energy, waste my money. Spirit moves quickly. Higher vibrating energy moves quickly. That's why there's times when you feel like an immediate yes for something or an immediate no, because spirit is talking to you very quickly and the higher frequency energies move fast. So I realized, okay, this is happening for a reason. I can trust it, take it step by step and see where it goes. 
And everything came together so fast that it blew me away. I was not expecting it. It was almost too much at times, but everything about the energy was a clear yes. And so before I knew it, I had moved a good five or six months before I had planned it on my calendar. But that's because the energy felt right, even though my mind was struggling with it a bit, right? And my mind went into the worries or some of the anxiety. What about this? What about that? What am I going to do about blah, blah, blah? But the energy was a yes. Then as things played out and the time progressed, it is such a gift that my calendar schedule was not what I trusted. Meaning if I had waited until April to move, I would have been paying a lot more money It would have been much more stressful. There would have been a lot more things coming up out of my control, out of my own ways of typically managing things. It would have been extremely stressful. And so I look back at how that was why the universe was coming through very quickly, very strongly, giving me a heads up that the energy says yes. The energy is saying a green light right now. And if we stick to our own plans at times, we can be unintentionally and unknowingly creating more stress or more difficulties that we had no way of understanding. So what I'm saying is that for all the ways we plan our lives or we plan out our year, we plan our seasons, There's energies coming through right now that if you're feeling a green light, that's the universe being very direct with you. The universe isn't wasting your time. It's not trying to take you on some long detour or distract you. That could be the universe saying, now is a better time because there's energies that are going to be very different in the next six months or eight months. And as I was talking with my realtor friend, I'm like, wow, everything came together so fast because it was such a clear yes. Whereas if I had resisted, if I had waited, if I had basically slammed on the brakes, I would have made things a lot worse for myself without even knowing it. And this goes back to what we were talking about around our minds being reprogrammed around getting out of our own way, getting out of our own heads, not thinking that we know all the information, all the specifics yet, because the universe is coming through, giving you something energetically to trust. And of course, it's your free will. It's your own choice of what you're going to either choose or trust next. But if you're feeling it, if you're feeling like you should move forward on something or trust a next step or even do it from a way that's just very open, sort of like there's nothing to lose. Let me just see where this goes. Let me just open up my energy and see what comes through or what happens next. If you're willing to do that, especially as we move into June, you might have some very important messages come through that are affirming, give you clarity, give you understanding. And also this is the universe ultimately protecting you, potentially protecting you from something that could be more difficult later on or more stressful or messy. I mean, there's a lot about this energy that wants us to get going. But if your mind is stuck on something, if your mind is in knots or tangled up, that could be slowing you down, especially if the bigger energy is asking you to trust it. And this is something that we always work on on our human journeys is how we trust, how well we trust, how well we trust ourselves, how well we trust that we're supported, how well we trust next steps, even when we can't see them and we don't know what's gonna happen. This is just an ongoing theme in our human journey. 
And it feels like with the strong Aries energy, as well as the Gemini new moon, there are new things emerging that are right on time for you. They're a beautiful fit for your energy, a beautiful fit for what you want, maybe what you've been wanting to manifest, what you've been wanting to experience or create. So are you trusting it? Are you trusting the energy that's coming through? Are you open to it? Are you willing? Are you willing to trust it? and willing to understand how the universe is bringing you things and showing you more, but we have to get out of our own minds about it at times. And this certainly feels like one of the themes going on right now. Next week, we will officially be in June, and I'll be back next Wednesday for the podcast discussing the energies in the first week of June. I do have available for you the June monthly soul growth astrology webinar. That's all of the main astrology of June. Please check that out. You can use coupon code Gemini to get it for 11 bucks. And in that program, we look at the Sagittarius full moon, the Cancer new moon, what the personal planets are doing throughout the month, and all of the transiting aspects of June. So check that out as it gives you a heads up on the month ahead, the big energy periods, and how it's all working with you in your own natal chart. And I'd like to say a very heartfelt thank you to all of you who have purchased my new book, Awakening Astrology. It just came out on May 24th. I really hope it benefits you and gives you some new things to see in your chart as well as new understandings around your energy, what you can tap into, what you can work with, some new tools or ways to understand your energy that maybe you didn't realize were available to you. So the book is available globally from all booksellers and book distributors. And in fact, my publisher just told me last night that they've already had to start a second printing of the book, which is very rare. That doesn't happen, especially before the book is released. So I take this as a very exciting thing for astrology, where there are so many more people interested in astrology, open to astrology, and wanting to understand yourself through the world of astrology. So this is exciting. It certainly wasn't like this even five years ago. But it also can show us how we're expanding our consciousness and understanding more of ourselves as energetic beings and how our individual energies connect to these cosmic energies and these bigger influences all around us. So I'll be back here every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode. And please check out my YouTube channel where I release a new video for you every Friday. And I have a ton of playlists on my YouTube channel as well. So please check those out as you might find something new and different to look at in your chart and some new things to understand about your energy. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That is my main website where you'll find all of my latest online programs and courses as well as business development resources for those of you who are building your own business and doing things on your own terms right now. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm wishing you a beautiful week ahead of trusting yourself, believing in what's possible, trusting the timing of it all, and also the best ways to work with this strong Aries and Gemini energies that we're moving through. Have a beautiful week ahead, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.